At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. Welcome in, everybody. This is VSIN Final Countdown. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown with you live from our VSIN studio in Las Vegas. It is a Friday edition on tap. Big thank you to Ben Wilson yesterday for stepping in for me. And you look absolutely dashing I mean, today, look my at friend. This, dashing in the snow one might say. Look at this thing right here. I mean, is that are, those are Christmas trees or are those party hats? So I actually think that they unintentionally give the illusion of of mini upside-down pizzas. But it's, it's in but a, do you think I it's think supposed to be a, a tree or a party hat? I think they're supposed to be trees. Oh, okay. Absolutely trees. It could be either one, though. But one they day, look like little like pepperoni pizzas, don't they? This is why you can wear that, that sweater over and over again because one year you say they're trees and then you go the next year and you say like they're party hats. And like it's a different it's a different sweater. When I walked in the studio, Mal Shaw was trying to give me grief, asked me if I had a receipt for this bad boy to turn it back in. I've had this for years. This is like the, the queen of ugly sweaters. I love it. One, it's not ugly. It is very fashionable, <laughs> and you. I think you should wear it year-round. I don't even think, I don't, I don't oh, think it should be even, so? yeah, I don't even think it should be a holiday sweater. I think that <laughs> should be something you. just part of the regular rotation. Very much. Well, this is just a great way to get us started, but we have a full slate of Week 16 NFL games to get to. We are in the holiday spirit because the majority of the games uh, in the NFL are going to be on Christmas Eve coming up tomorrow, and then we have three Christmas Day. Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, VEASAN host, is going to join us a little bit later this hour to get into some games that he likes. And, uh, of course, we had Thursday Night Football last night, which our thinking was very much so correct because yeah. we, I think both of you and I were on the same page of 
being very surprised that money came in on the Jets ahead of this game, which made us just like the Jags that much more. Yes, this was a this was one of those where we were one of the rare instances where we were very much proven right almost early on where we were going. I can't I, I, like I was bewildered, like I was befuddled. I was all of the different things that for one that the Jags were dogs anyway. And then on top of that, that the money came in on the Jets before this game after Trevor Lawrence was officially announced in. Like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get at all what was going on. And and Trevor Lawrence game. didn't look questionable to me by no. the way that he was playing by the way. And that's another thing that we discussed. He's been dealing with the toad this this entire time. Yes, this was not a new thing at all. And again, if you hadn't been paying attention, I guess that could have snuck up on you and I get it, but that's why you should watch our program every day <laughs> during the week and we were telling you that this was not a new thing. For Trevor Lawrence, he goes 20 of 31 for 229. He also had seven carries for 51 yards, which were actually very important carries. Uh, got some really important key yardage with his legs in this game, in a game that ended up being a little bit more weather sensitive than I thought it was going to be. I thought that there, you know, the the reports kind of leading up to the game were that it was, there would be weather, there would be mm-hmm. wind, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it really did pick up kind of in the 90 minutes leading into kickoff of this game, which kind of came out of nowhere. I saw even a couple of different weather guys, that local weather guys that didn't think it was going to be that impacted by by weather. And then uh, it certainly was. Mm-hmm. And then to the point of, you know, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilsoning, and the crowd booing and everything the else. Boos and the next thing were you know, loud. oh yeah, and then we get bootleg Tim Tebow come in, and uh, you know, Chris Strebler. I did yeah. not, I did not expect, I did not expect Zach Wilson, no matter how poor he played, to be benched midway through this game. I guess what I don't get, and and, and Robert Saul is going to have some questions to to answer for sure. Is you know, look this. This was this was their game for the playoffs. Like this was a almost basically a must win. I mean, they're down to a sub ten percent chance at this point after losing this game. Why did you not play Joe Flacco? Like, I mean, I get it. Like, I understand that you guys spent a high draft pick and all that stuff on Zach Wilson. But I mean, this was this was the game to try to advance you yeah. into a spot to get into the playoffs, and you chose to go with the guy that. Listen again. You sit in a room. Had a few cocktails with Robert Sala. The room, you know, that you'd promise him the room's not bugged. He's like, "Hey, I got, a, I got a question. You have to tell me the truth. You know Zach Wilson's terrible, right?" And he would tell you, "Yes, he is. I understand. I do know that Zach Wilson is terrible." And uh. so I don't know why. I mean, obviously he's terrible. Again, they had to put in bootleg Tim yeah. Tebow and and just to give a little spark to which, by the way, it, it did at least for one drive. Yeah, give I us mean, a little bit of like first, something to watch. And it was funny because his first drive, they got four first downs, 83 yards. Both were more than the Jets. The seven previous possessions with Zach Wilson under center. Um, none of Strevler's drives did end up resulting in points, but his numbers nevertheless were significantly better than the guy who you drafted number two overall. And I mean, Zach Wilson at this point has got to have just zero confidence now yes. because not only is he getting booed like loudly it is deafening in that stadium how much the home fans have disdain for this kid he was on blast in that press conference Mike White all of his teammates are wearing Mike White t-shirts on the plane and all of this stuff and I mean and he's not playing well and it doesn't help he has a bad offensive line and there's a lot of things working against him and and, and the stuff that you know you were talking about earlier in the week and that came to fruition as well where I understand conditions were not optimal but several Wide open receivers yeah. that got airmailed and and, and he had or a lot bounced of drops or whatever. Too, there were a couple. In fairness yes, to him, there, there were but. a couple. But again, it's the it's the easy throws, and you know, it got brought up on the broadcast. I mean, Herbstreit brought it up and said, you know, listen, the the deal with Wilson is 
he'll make two throws a game where you where your jaw drops and go, oh, okay, now I see why teams kind of could have could have fallen in love with this kid. And then you, but then there's five other ones where you go, what is he even doing? Like you know, like what? How's this kid in the NFL? And so. There was way more of those last night than there were of the jaw-dropping yeah. throws. We can put that uh, – we can definitely write that down on paper. And, uh, and if, here's the other deal with this is this Jets team, they were never going to do anything in the playoffs anyway, even if they made the playoffs. But they were in a really strong position to make the playoffs. And the fact that they are going, that they are going to let this slip away, and at this point, like I said, sub-10% chance depending on which – you know, mm-hmm. everyone's got their little projection systems and stuff <laughs> or whatever. But, like, most of them have, like, sub-10% chance at this point for them to get into the playoffs is is just absolutely crazy with the win. The Jags, I mean, basically are setting up a, a win and you're in type situation with the Titans. Um, mm-hmm. And and so we're, we'll be looking forward to, to that game there in a couple of weeks. But boy, Trevor Lawrence, even a couple of bad throws last night for sure, um, but mostly really good, really on making the right read, making the right decision, knowing when to tuck and run, knowing when to go and get the yardage mm-hmm. and stuff like Look, I coming out of college, you you watched him a ton of Clemson. I watched him a ton of Clemson. I thought he was really good. I guess I didn't really get the thing. I'm not an evaluator either, but I mean the the can't miss prospect going to be this you know incredible quarter BS. Talent, you know, all those for a, you know you've got a starter for the next ten plus years, et cetera, et cetera. I guess I didn't really see that at Clemson or whatever, but it's all starting to kind of come around at this point. Like you're seeing kind of maybe it just took him a little bit longer than it did Herbert and Burrow, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like they they clicked from day one. Maybe it took, you know, it's going to take him two years, but it, you're starting to see it, right? Well, and I think we can attribute a lot of that slow progression to the Urban Meyer situation last year as well. Now he's got a Super Bowl winning coach and yes. Doug Peterson that's guiding the way here for him, and he did. He had a great day yesterday. He's, lately, he's, just, he's getting the quick passes out. They talked about that a lot on the broadcast. He's able to be mobile with his legs, and when he did – take that big hit early on from Quinn and Williams, just gets right back up mm-hmm. and, and keeps moving. So very and, impressed. And this isn't like anything that's actionable for us this year, obviously, but I think the Jags <laughs> are on the right trajectory here. Like they are going to be a team kind of like, okay, so last season I had targeted the Vikings, right? I was like, okay, if the Vikings do a couple of things in the off season and everything kind of falls into place, like that is a team I'm going to invest heavily in from a divisional standpoint, et cetera, et cetera. I think the Jags are that team that I'm kind of eyeing here. They need one more. They He needs a true number one receiver, and I think that they will probably likely go out and get that. And and so Kirk is fine. Jones is fine. They are two and threes, right? Mm-hmm. They're not ones. They, he needs a one. He needs a true alpha receiver. And if they go get that to go along with what they have in the running game, the defensive side of the ball, while they've played – down to competition at times early, you know, throughout the course of the year. I think that gets better next year as well. Like this will be a team that I'm kind of eyeing early on to win totals, divisional stuff, maybe even alt totals, different things like that. Okay. Let's talk about where things are at right now in the AFC playoff side of things, because with the jets loss, the Bengals do clinch their spot. Jacksonville, uh, their playoff chances jump 56.1% roughly, whatever the number you is that you want to give out there. But their chances jump significantly. They're the favorite now to win that division over the Titans. Um, Titans on a four-game skid, which included a loss to the Jags. They have Houston and Dallas and a regular season finale date with the Jags ahead. Tennessee is still in that division leader spot right now, along with the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals in the AFC. 
Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, wild cards, and then in the hunt, Pats at seven and seven, Jaguars, Jets, Raiders, Browns, and Steelers. And Jacksonville certainly playing the best football of that bunch, and maybe even better mm-hmm. than the three in the wild card column here, too. Baltimore, I mean, weird losses. Miami can't get a win on the road. Chargers gonna charger every now and then. So, I mean, they're playing really good football here late. Yeah, I am. I, I, I really like this team. I mean, I liked them coming in the season. I was probably a little too, probably a little little higher on them than maybe I should have been through all of this. But I I was optimistic, I but think I didn't they win think the they'd division. do this. I think they win yeah. the division. I mean, it is it, when we'll you know, we'll talk about the Titans a little bit later and kind of their prospects even this week with with everything. But this Jags team for right now, for sure, if you line these two teams up, I mean they're the better team than than Tennessee for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean like they're especially with Malik Willis a quarterback. So um, if it comes down to a head-to-head, which it looks like it's going to come down to to a head-to-head here in a couple of weeks, I, I like the Jags a lot. Was he, uh, Sorry, I'm looking up at the screen right now in this lovely Independence Bowl ahead. Wasn't Houston a seven-point favorite in this game? They're yes. down 13 nothing here right now with five yeah. minutes or so to go in the second quarter. So not a great start for the Houston Cougars. Clayton Toon as he looks to round out his Listen, collegiate career. It's bitterly cold there. It is bitterly, bitterly cold. Bitterly cold in Shreveport, Louisiana. I have people on the ground there oh, no. who have reported back and said it is bitterly cold there, <laughs> that it is absolutely miserable to be at the game. So, that sounds I mean, about right. Yes, I mean, That's but, good preparation, though, for the NFL talk that we will have mm-hmm. here as we go down every single game of the Week 16 slate, which we will. Six total sitting 38 or lower currently due to severe cold and wind that is coming through the Midwest and the eastern side of the country. So get ready for all of that. Uh, Again, Mike Pritchard is going to join us a little bit later on this hour as well. But we have plenty of games to get through on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Do not go anywhere. More VEASAN final countdown with Matt and Stormy coming at you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers online sportsbook and gear up because it's college bowl season, baby. Log in to Bet Rivers every single game day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least 25 bucks. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect college game day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. I have kind of a scratchy throat going right now. Okay. And I, I kind of wish this was my voice all the time. Ooh. You know what I mean? Is that what it is? Oftentimes, like, a big complaint about me is that my voice is kind of nails on a chalkboardy, and I can't mm. control it. It's just my voice. It's a little bit I've more I've never seen pitch. anyone Let tweet that live. in. You should tweet that in. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, I've never heard anyone tweet, tweet that in. I've never Matt seen Brown anyone too. tweet that in. You can go right ahead and tweet Aww. that in if you'd like to. What a sweetheart. Thanks. Yes. No, but no, I'm, I, I'm liking the, like, appeal that we have here. It's like a little 20 deeper years set. ago. Well, 20 years ago, people would have been like, oh, you have another job on the phone. <laughs> but, like, that's not even a thing anymore, I don't think. It was probably like I I don't Maybe. I imagine not. not I, I don't the, know. The ad, too much on the internet. Yeah, these too much. Days. Yeah, too much. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> Is that a thing? Tweet us and let us know if that's a thing. I, don't, I can't imagine that's a thing. And we will judge you if you're yes, tweeting I mean, us because, because <laughs> if you know that information, there's something there. I mean, well, well, that's also true. You probably have to seek that out these days. It used to be right in your face. Like you, oh. about after 11 o'clock, it was like every commercial on, on television. But It's yeah, the yeah. little things. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good mm-hmm. times. We got a lot of NFL to get to. We're going to go through each and every game upon us here for the Christmas Eve slate and Christmas Day Sunday with three games coming up then. But let's get started here with Bills at the Bears. Buffalo laying a big number on the road. Eight-point favorites in Chicago. Total sitting 40, 40 and a half. Um, the high in this game is expected to be around 10 degrees. Wind chill in the minus number. Steady winds at or above 20 miles an hour. Gusts over 40. So this is one of the many games this week that's going to be weather impacted for sure. Yeah, so this one came down. This was sitting nine, nine and a half in favor of the Bills. I don't remember if it touched 10 or not. I didn't, but, I didn't see a 10. Yeah, um, but it was, it was much higher. And, of course, when the weather stuff came out, Naturally, these giant favorites are going to shrink a little bit because people are going to run in and jump and take the points because, again, they think that scoring is going to be at a premium and it's very harder, very much harder to win at margin whenever there's only going to be a few points scored. We can get that with this total sitting at 40, 30, 40 and a half. We, we had guessed that this might get under. It did actually hit 39 for a second, then it 39 and up. a half, and then it popped back up again. So people thought that that might be just a little bit too, uh, a little bit too short here. But as you mentioned, it's, it's going to be. Really, coming. it's gonna be like 12 degrees. There's gonna be like the whole 20 mile an hour, 25 mile an hour wind thing, and all that's going on. So it's it is going to be a weather game. It is going to be uncomfortable. 
for everybody out here. That being said, so I ended up playing the Jags in a couple of different teasers. So once it got to two and a half and I was able to get them up to eight and mm-hmm. a half. So I already had a bad ticket on them at plus one and a half because I thought that it was going to flip. I mm-hmm. thought for sure they were going to be in the favorites and um, not the case, but whatever, it got home anyway. But once it got to two and a half yesterday, that just was too good for me to pass up getting them up to eight and a half. And so I did pair them with the Bills um, is one of the teaser legs here. So I do have the Bills down at two and one of the legs home already yeah. with the Jags. I mean, th- this is one of those things where I know there's not going to be a ton of passing in this game, but the Bears defense last in sacks, last in pressure rate, last in quarterback hits. So you have a guy in Josh Allen who does have a strong – if there's anybody who might be able to have success in bad conditions, you have one of the stronger arm quarterbacks in the entire NFL who is likely to be able to sit back there and do whatever he wants because, again, no pressure, no sacks, no hits. It's going to be Josh Allen kind of sitting in the pocket being able to do whatever he wants. So I really do like that angle here. Now, do I want to lay the full eight? I probably don't because, again, it's – there is var- in these games. It creates variance. Mm-hmm. Just it just naturally creates variance. Weird stuff happens. The ball floats all you know. It uh, punts right and all that stuff because the ball's moving all in the air because the wind and the, you know a muffed punt. Next thing you know, your eight's dead because you know a guy muffs a punt or something. So I don't know if I would lay the full eight, but as a teaser mm-hmm. leg. Down to two, I do think is is pretty solid. So, and we were simpatico because I also mm-hmm. did Bills Jags as a teaser. I have the Bills tease with the 49ers as well as another pair. I got a little too teaser happy this week. There I'll just are fully fantastic legs this week, though. <laughs> um, so Seriously, though, there's I, there are fantastic legs this week, and so many different options given the the game situations yeah. and all these. I mean, look, Justin Fields, this is a pretty good Bills defense. I understand they're not at full health, but getting healthier and have been healthier the last few weeks. Justin Fields has been sacked on fourteen point four percent of his dropbacks on the season. And if you're wondering if that sounds high, it is. And the reason it's high is because it's the highest sack rate since David Carr in 2002, if that tells you anything. I mean, this was a dude who the whole, his career is defined by him getting the snap from center and getting hit by the defense. Like that is, that was David Carr's entire career. And uh, Justin Fields is getting sacked at a, at a, you know, the highest rate since David Carr then in 2002. And so I think this Bills team is going to be able yeah. to get in there, create some havoc <clears> as well, and and uh, and get this done. I love, love, love this teaser leg. If you told me you wanted to lay the eight, I certainly am not taking the points with the Bears. Right? I mean, like, it would it would be a Bills or pass, but for me, it's, it's, it's just a teaser leg. Um, the, the Bears did – this was the same spread as the Eagles game last week against the Bears, and they obviously did cover that number, mm-hmm. so I understand maybe the hesitancy in laying it against them, but I mean, the Bills are just... Well, we sick. found out Jalen Hurd had a broken yes. shoulder, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's after the sprained. fact. Yeah, we, yeah. Sprained, we find that yes. out afterwards, so, um, you know, and, and speaking to your point about, you know, if anybody can have success in this type of weather, Josh Allen, nine touchdown passes, no interceptions his last two games in freezing temperatures, the uh, 2021 wildcard game against the Patriots, and then this past Saturday, uh, that win against the Dolphins the two games in which he has faced those numbers. And you just mentioned um, before we went on air, we were talking about, you know, the, the coldest game that you had been to. He's used to yes. cold weather. I mean, on top of, you <laughs> yeah, know, I, I mean, said, the, like it didn't just, just since he's been in Buffalo, right? I mean, like it's it's like yeah. all through his collegiate career so as well. So that's funny. The, the game that I said um, was in Laramie, Wyoming, where it mm. felt like negative mm. seven, and it happened to be Mountain West championship mm. game there against San Diego State. So a game with which he played in. Mm. So it certainly is something that he is accustomed to. As we continue these cold temp games, Saints at Browns, the lowest total of them all, and it's still come up. It is mm. back at 32 after it had gotten pretty 
pretty low there. Um, this is the lowest total since Browns Bengals in 2008. It could be the first game with 25 plus mile per hour plus wins since last year's Bills Patriots 14 to 10 slugfest with which Mac Jones attempted just three passes in that game. So we certainly expect the ground game to be utilized a lot more in this one um, for the Saints. No Chris Olave or Jarvis Landry, so you should get a lot out of Alvin Kamara, you would imagine. And on the Brown side, uh, tough not to have Nick Chubb available in this spot, but you expect a, a heavy dose of Kareem Hunt. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you look, and when Gus get up into 50 mile an hour, like, it doesn't matter. You could have, a, you could literally have a cannon on your, it would not matter. Right? The, 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 it is not, they're not going to be able to pass the ball. Yeah, in the, in you just the, can't. In the, yeah, they're not going to be able to do it. Like, That's what I said. Mac Jones attempted three yeah, passes like, in that look, game, everything, which is crazy. If the ball gets passed at all, it's going, everything's going to be within three yards of the line of scrimmage. Like, you just, you're not going to be able to, to do anything down the field at all, right? And so when you look, I mean, that leads us to we we looked yesterday. I'm going to I'm going to look now. We looked yesterday at the passing prop for Andy Dalton. Oh gosh. What do you guess that it was? I don't even want to I don't even want to guess cuz it'll be it'll I'll be so far off. What is it? Well, I mean, because you're going – it's going to impact the Saints even more because they're a dome team. Yeah, so like, and, and they have no receivers, too. Yeah, so think about that. So their number one is de facto now, Rashid Saheed, who, by the way, was just uh, like a fifth-round rookie for them or something like that. So, I mean, like, he is now the de facto number one receiver gosh. For, for them. 135 and a half. 135 Holy yards. Cow. Yeah, was Andy Dalton's – passing props. So that's kind of where we sit, you know, in the grand scheme of things in this game. I ended up playing the Browns this morning. I didn't really have any plans on playing them. I played them at two and a half. Um, I kind of saw the writing on the wall that this was headed to three after, you know, really just kind of, I think more people started to look around and say, Hey, look, this is, if this comes down to, if, if this comes down to, Hey, 50 rush attempts for each team, who's going to, who's going to win that. I mean, the Browns have a pretty good edge, you know, and the other thing I will say though, if we can take a look and whenever they, whenever they go ahead and do the props for carries, like a lot of times they don't do those until a little bit closer to time, but I bet you Taysom Hill ends up playing about my guess is 60% of the snaps well, for the Saints this and, week. And there is a report from New Orleans dot footballs, Nick Underhill suggesting that like, the Saints are going to use the hell out of because there's, there's no reason hell, to. Yeah. Because if you can't pass anyway, then what? Andy Dalton doesn't bring anything to the table if he's just taking it and turning around and handing it off over and over and over again. At least Taysom Hill on these read options and stuff. There's the threat that he might keep it and run and all. This. So I mean, he actually in a game like this brings far, far, far more to the table than anything else. So yeah, I mean, and actually they did just put. So Taysom Hill's rushing prop is set at 37 and a half. I would play that over. All day, it would not surprise me if Taysom Hill has twelve to fifteen carries in this game, like ju- mm. just because of the, the nature Kam- of what's Alvin Kamara's at. Why you have 66 that open? Sixty-six and a half right now. Do you see his attempts number? So they because I could see him getting like twenty plus carries in this game. So this game in particular, they have not yet posted mm. attempts, and I'm pretty sure they are going to hold off to do this maybe until tomorrow morning because. They know people are going. No matter what number they put out, like the people are going to pound it one way. Or the other, yeah, like one one, yeah. one way or the other, people are going to pound it. Uh, the Houston Cougars on the board now, hey, trailing well. Louisiana thirteen to six in what we are told is bitter cold out there um, in the Independence Bowl. We're going to step aside when we come back. Continue our NFL talk. Former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard and Beeson Host will join us next.
This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. season is here and VEASAN has you covered. We have picks, spreads, and totals for every single bowl game on Slate. Head to VEASAN.com and check out all our bowl betting coverage. While you're there, now's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just 79 bucks. You get access to everything we do from now through the big dance when you visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Speaking of bowl games, the Independence Bowl on now. Louisiana leading Houston 13-13. To six, Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you as we welcome in Veasan's own Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. Welcome in, my friend. Nice having you in studio. Me. Great to be here with you. Happy holidays. Obviously, you guys are in the festive mood today. I'm so mad right? that we didn't think to text you <laughs> to be like, "Hey, you're joining the set. We got to get in the festive spirit." Yeah. Because he has one just like this. Not so just like been that. Doesn't like everybody been have? Right. Everybody has something kinda like close, that in their closet, close. right? <laughs> yeah, kind of close. <laughs> well, how uh, how did you take in the Thursday night football game last mm-hmm. night? What were some of your big takeaways from from the Jags win? The Jags is surging, um, and also a constant reminder that the National Football League is a young man's game. Uh, talking to Michael Lombardi about this recently, um, you, you get to year six, year seven. If you're not producing at a high level, they're looking to replace you get cheaper and younger. Uh, and Jacksonville already has that. And so they're buying in, certainly to Coach Peterson. They're, they're believing what they're doing. Uh, and they're playing better. They're surging. Trevor Lawrence is leading the way, too, though. I mean, the guy's been fantastic lately. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this. And, and Pritch, I mean, I know in theory it's, it's still the Titans' division to lose. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now you're going Malik Willis the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. We saw they don't even want to let him throw the ball. And <laughs> when he has, it's been pretty ineffective. And right. you kind of see what the Jags are bring, bringing to the table right now. And, and you know, it's a quarterback-driven league as, as well. Trevor Lawrence at this point, since week nine, is playing better than just about any quarterback that there yeah. is out there. I think this Jag team is probably heading to the playoffs. I think they are. They have yeah. to win the division, mm-hmm. I believe. I mean, there's some tiebreakers out there mm-hmm. that they're in a favorable situation uh, with some other teams in the AFC. But I, I believe they're on course to win that division, though. I mean, you think about the way that the Titans are sliding uh, destruction inside the building, really, if mm-hmm. you think about it, because of the GM and the coaches and Todd Downing mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Uh, so they're not collective, whereas the Jaguars are, and they're younger. Uh, and they're starting to believe. They're starting to be more confident. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, as a freshman, was a transcendent type of player. Uh, and everybody in the league circles talked about how great of an athlete and how uh, he has the potential to be a really good quarterback in the National Football League. And now that's starting to happen. Uh, last year was dysfunctional, uh, to say the least, but this year it's not. When uh, you look at this Jags team, too, I mean, they've won four of their last five games. Mm-hmm. They've got Houston and then Tennessee to close out the regular season. Meanwhile, the Titans have dropped four straight, right. and it could be a really fun regular season finale when those right. two do finally meet. On the Jets side of things, when we talk about their quarterback, Zach Wilson benched <sighs> mid-game in this one. Mm-hmm. And w- when you think about him and his future as a quarterback of this organization, like like, it feels like it's kind of up in the air here now. What, what do yeah. you think about Zach Wilson as far as his future goes? I, I think um, for Zach Wilson, and you know Zach from BYU, I mean, uh, you're, you're kind of insulated at BYU a little bit. But I thought his talent would help him because this guy is a very, very talented quarterback. He's a pure pocket passer. But he's playing the game like he's still in college, though. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing the ball up late across the middle of the field, slinging it sidearm and dropping the arm slots and – he hasn't played enough football to be able to do that or to even recognize when to do stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I hope that he starts to take into coaching. I think I hope that he humbles himself because he is a very confident player. 
Um, but if he doesn't, he's going to go the path of a lot of first rounders that are now backups, career backup quarterbacks. And, um, you know, Josh Rose, Rosen is still hopping around, you know, and uh, Geno Smith got another opportunity so many years later. I mean, it's just these quarterbacks, uh, Marcus Mariota, you know, you can go on and on and on. Uh, the potential could be there, but for some reason, it didn't click immediately. Uh, and I hope it starts to click for Zach, but he's running out of games. You have about 20 to 24 games to be evaluated to be a franchise quarterback, and he's failing right now. Perch, I know when you were in here last week, you said you liked the Lions. You kind of liked mm-hmm. the Lions here for a couple of weeks. And right. now they're on the road, back-to-back roadies here over in Carolina, under a field goal in the game, actually. Uh, two and a half right now in favor of the Lions. Low-ish total there at mm-hmm. 43. Typically, it'd be a low total, not this week, but like typically right, it'd be right, a low total. Right. Uh, 43, something like that. Um, Carolina, I know you think – People think like ah, it's going to be warm weather. It's actually because of this whole weather thing that's going on. It's going to be pretty yeah. cold over there. Actually, with with all that, we know dome team moving outdoors, all that. Does that affect you at all, or do you think the Lions continue to kind of roll on here against this Carolina? Well, squad? I mean, it could. It's certainly the Lions have played better at home, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing about the Lions, though, if you're going to prove that you are a playoff team, you have to win a game like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike last week, you know, the Carolina Panthers trying to prove that they can win a division. Kind of blew it last week, right? Uh, I like the Lions. I've already bet the Lions. I, I was afraid that that line could climb a little bit. So I'm under a field goal. I like that on the road. This is a team who I criticize heavily because I played against Aaron Glenn. Uh, and his defense was trying to be too impactful, not complimentary in nature at all. With this type of offense, with Jared Goff playing the way that he's playing right now, it's incredible. They got the run game. They're balanced. And then defensively, they're allowing 55 yards per game on the ground. And that's all Carolina can do right now. Mm-hmm. So they've bought into being more physical. They certainly have uh, Coach Campbell preaching to be physical, and uh, they bought into that. And, and I think it carries over, you know, offensively and in the trenches. They're dominant, uh, scoring about 31 points a game offensively, uh, and then just allowing about 18 to 20 points a game too. So uh, I, I think the physical nature of the Lions will travel well with them. Uh, and therefore, I like the points here. Excuse me, I like laying the points here uh, with the Lions. No, and I think that's a great point, especially about their defense, because it's been a little bit underrated here right. lately. Looking at the way that their schedule played out, games one through six, they were mm-hmm. allowing 32 points per game. In the seven games since, it's been less than 20 that they've allowed right. per game, and their turnover differential has completely shifted. So It's the get-better league, Stormy, yeah. and this team has gotten better along the way, in particular in the month of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a carryover effect, and you start to believe – that, you know what, we are destined to make the playoffs, and, and so your confidence goes up a little bit more. Uh, that's why I like the Lions in this game. Yeah, and so much also has been made of this Eagles-Cowboys game this right. week. Uh, we saw the line obviously shift in a major way with the news that Jalen Hurts wasn't going to be available for this game, dealing with a shoulder strain. And now there's questions with Micah Parsons on the other side. Um, he's been dealing with an illness, hasn't been at practice the majority of this week. Uh, anything specific that stands out to you as you look at these two coming together and, and Minshew mania on the horizon for Philadelphia? Um, you know what? I, I, I like the Eagles. I did. I liked them higher. Uh, certainly liked them at six, right? Right. Um, I, I didn't bet them. I was actually entertaining Dallas a, a little bit from a teaser standpoint. But uh, now that the line is falling, I mean, I knew Jalen wasn't going to play. Uh, Sirianni put out a smoke screen for whatever reason. That was a game. Uh, the Micah Parsons thing is interesting, though, because the Eagles are so dynamic. Um, now, Jalen Hurts, though, this guy accounts for 14 rushing touchdowns, and Gardner's not going to do that. So I, I wonder, from a, an offensive standpoint, how they're going to evolve from this. Uh, and 
I go back with this offense because of Mike Sanford at Utah, then UNLV, and then Shane Steichen. Ryan Robinson is a quarterback's coach uh, who was a quarterback uh, over at Utah as well. So uh, I'm very familiar with this offense. I, I think Gardner Minshew can operate and execute the offense, but not to the level of Jalen. Uh, but the Micah Parsons uh, injury uh, leans me to, leads me to believe that I can lean towards the Eagles here. Pritch, we're all human beings, and I understand that they are professional athletes and get paid millions of dollars to do this for a living. But <laughs> I know you're going. <laughs> the the Indianapolis Colts here. How do you how do you how do you come back? I mean, I you got to go do a job. I mm-hmm. get it, but you you blow the biggest lead in NFL history, right. and now it's one of these things where okay, the hail mary by Saturday to throw Foles in there who hadn't even been running with the ones and all these different stuff. I, I bet the Chargers at three. It's, okay. it's gone up all the yep. way to four and a half at this point. I still think I'd probably, if I had to play it one way or the other, like I get it. They're pros, but right. how do you how do you come back from something like that? I you mean, don't. there's nothing to play. For. <laughs> there's nothing to play for either. They're right. not making the playoffs. Yeah. There's like there's nothing. Yeah, here. no, you don't. You don't. Yeah. I mean, you make excuses at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, you hear Saturday and his comments is all about I got to change the culture and all. Well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Before the season started, you guys were one of the favorites to go to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Yeah, and it all fell apart, and so now you got to change the culture, which is code for they're going to tear the roster up. Mm-hmm. And as players, we kind of know that. I mean, there's some highly paid guys on the offensive line uh, that are going to have either a, a salary reduction or a restructure, or they're not going to be on the roster next year. I'm, I don't even know where they're going to go with quarterback uh, in the future too. So this is a team in disarray. They they lose their great running back. Uh, and then defensively, they they lost their uh, ultimate playmaker the whole year. I mean, the back situation uh, with Shaq Leonard. I mean, that that thing was. Uh, a I will say that worked out for my prop on Bobby Okereke, okay, though, that right. I needed him over his tackles, okay. and he was able to stack that nice. a little very bit nice. there. Very nice, very nice. No, I like that. I like that angle. But no, I, I think there's nothing to believe, to believe in with the Colts and inside that building. They know there's going to be major changes uh, in the future. Um, awesome stuff as always. I have like a million more questions for you, so I'm sad that this is ending so quickly. If I can sneak in one more yes. real quickly, um, do the Bucks win the NFC South or not? I had a ticket on the Saints. I did. I did. I ripped it up though, mm-hmm. and that might have been an omen. But mm-hmm. um, I think so, just by default yeah. at this point. Uh, yeah, they they have to beat the Cardinals, which I think they will. Um, but I, I think they have enough. If they don't beat Trace McSorley, that would be a real. Right. But yeah, yeah, would be. Yeah, I think I think they will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was a while. I was thinking the Panthers could get over the hump, but maybe not. Appreciate they blew it. I know. Appreciate yeah. your time. As Thank always, you so Pritch, much. thank you. We're gonna step aside, be right back with more recent final countdown. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly <laughs> simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. And why are you so creepy? I don't even know what you're talking about. That is the true question of all. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, other shows are so professional. That's what, why. What would you term ours? Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's why they turn it on whenever one o'clock <laughs> p- Pacific rolls around. Obviously, yes. <laughs> for just for your turn it on whispers. when one one Pacific rolls around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Big thank you to Mike Pritchard for joining us a little bit ago. Got some really good insight. Uh, some when we get to one game a little bit later that I want to make sure that we include. But as we continue. Going down the list here, week 16, we have referenced the Titans numerous times, mm-hmm. and I think that we are finally at the point where we can talk about this game. Uh, Titans taking on the Texans this Saturday uh, as three-point home favorites. Texans have been playing better lately, despite owning the worst record in the NFL to this point. Um, nearly messed around and upset the Cowboys and the Chiefs, but instead one twelve and one getting three points in this spot. This opened seven, came down to five, and now with Ryan Tannehill officially out, after injuring his ankle in last week's loss to the Chargers, sitting three, total 35 and a half, another low one here. Yeah, super low one. If you are wanting to play the Texans, there is an expensive three and a half available uh, out there right now. And again, just remember, if you are paying the key number three, if you want to come off of a three, let's just say that it market-wide, everything was at three, and you wanted to come off of that by buying a half a point, it's going to cost you minus 130. 
So if you get a, you know, if you see a two and a half that's expensive or a three and a half that's expensive, at 115, at 120, it's still it's still good value considering if you're trying to buy the half point off of a three or something like that. So just keep that in mind whenever you're shopping around. So there there are a couple of expensive three and a halves to get you on the other side of that field goal if you do want to take the Texans in this thing. So Malik Willis, two spot starts earlier this year, completed 42.3% of his passes for 135 hey. yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. So again, didn't let him throw all that much, but when he did throw, highly ineffective. Yeah. When he did throw. And some of those numbers coincidentally coming against this very same team where he went six of ten. So he only passed the ball ten times in that game for fifty-five <laughs> yards, and the interception did come in that one. Yeah, and so if we if we do look, you're like, wait, if he doesn't throw the ball, then obviously they must be giving the ball to Derrick Henry a ton. Well, you're right. They did do that, Derrick Henry. <laughs> 334 yards on 49 carries in those two games in which uh, Malik Willis was the starter. So they relied heavily on, as you would expect, Derrick Henry to kind of do Derrick Henry things. I cannot imagine that this is going to be any sort of different game plan here because, again, the Titans are holding on for dear life for their playoff hopes. And if you go and lose this game to the to the Texans, well, then those hopes are all but all but gone. And so now – you are probably going to go out there, same game plan we saw before, right? Dozen pass attempts tops most likely in this thing. You're going to probably get another 25 to 30 carries out of Derrick Henry in this game, and it comes down to how effective can the Texans be at stopping Derrick Henry. Now, I know if you look historically, he has run all over this team and things like that, and we know that it's, it is one of the worst run defenses in all of the NFL, as we sit right now, from a defensive standpoint, the Texans are 31st overall. Um, according to Pro Football Focus, they are 31 against the run, according to Pro Football Focus as well. So it is, like we said, should be the path to least resistance. I imagine that's what the Titans are going to do. I imagine it's going to be early and often, and it really just comes down to if they load the box enough, can they – can they put up enough resistance to keep this thing within a field goal? I, I just so, this is like the game. I could you imagine betting this game? No. Like can <laughs> you can, literally? Can, we need to bring back that segment. Can you imagine betting this? Although when I did that the one time, I picked the Colts and it was it ended up Derrick Henry. His rushing prop is a hundred and ten so and a half. This is what I was. This is what I was going to tell you. So you referenced historically Derrick Henry having success against this team. I'm going to give you the numbers. So earlier this year. 219 yards, two touchdowns on 32 attempts. In his 11 career games against the Texans, he averages 114 yards per game. He's gone over 200 with multiple touchdowns in each of his last four starts against Houston. And in that four-game span since 2019, the Texans have had three different head coaches, an interim head coach, three different defensive coordinators, and none of them have been able to scheme up a way to stop Derrick Henry. Um, oh, and just throw his catches in there, might as well, averaging 7.7 .7 yards per touch against Houston. It is really ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, but here's the here's the thing. But I mean, yes, his prop sitting I, I looked at it this morning and it was 108 and a half and now as we sit here on the show 110 and a half. Yeah, and two of the books have moved So he's the, getting over yeah, money. The, oh, two two <laughs> like, of the books are 11 111 and a half right now. So like they're 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 already, bonkers. you know, yeah, they're continuing to come in on this and I mean, so if you kind of extrapolate it out, if you honestly believe that he's going to get 30 carries in this game, if you truly believe that, then he's only got to average three and a half yards a carry and he's going to get there, right? I mean, like, that's the thing. Even with this massive number, it's all he's got to do is average three and a half yards a carry. Yep. 
it's the worst run defense in the, one of the worst run defenses in the league. It's one. So again, it's it's kind of like where do you where do you think the, where do you think they draw the line? Do they do they really just turn around and hand it to him every single down almost and just say, okay, Texans, you know exactly what we're going to do. Figure out a way to stop it, or is this going to be? Are they going to try to get cute, Malik Willis like? No. Ends up throwing the ball 20 times in this game where we all look see, like idiots. And I'm over here like, I just wish they had some passing props available so that we can all just bet the unders as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's up there right now is interceptions and passing touchdowns, and he's juiced to minus 155 to not throw a touchdown in this game. Do you, so. do you, I will say this, though. In Malik Willis in college, anyway, they didn't do it in the first couple of games when he started earlier in the year, but like he ran a lot in college. Like he was a pretty effective kind of read option dude in college. And I don't know why they didn't do it in the first couple of games. Maybe it was just, he wasn't familiar with the offense enough. And, you know, certainly they don't run it very often with, with Ryan Tannehill. So maybe it just wasn't even part of the offense, but they've known now he's going to be the starter for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. I imagine they have started to make a playbook or at least some plays within a playbook that are specifically catered to Malik Willis. So wouldn't surprise me if he gets a decent amount of rush attempts in this game as well, right? Because, again, if if eventually if you just turn around and hand it to Derrick Henry every single time, they're going to figure out what's going on. So, I mean, there has to be some sort of wrinkle. There has to be some sort of something. It's probably not him passing the ball. It's probably more like him running the ball. Okay. Again, Titans three-point home favorites against the Texans, total 35-and-a-half. A team the Texans recently took down to the wire, Kansas City. They have the Seahawks on Saturday. Seattle trying to keep their playoff hopes afloat, sitting 7-and-7. Seven seven, but – 10-point dogs to Kansas City. Pete Carroll expecting Kenneth Walker to be active for this game, which would be a big boost to their run game, especially in another one of these cold-weather games. Good luck if you <laughs> want to back either team in this because it's one of those things like the, the Chiefs The Chiefs certainly have it in them to win at margin. You know, I mean, like they, they, they certainly have it in them to win in, at margin, but it's just like they've had trouble for whatever reason. They've struggled trying to – trying to win, you know, these big spreads and covering these big spreads. That being said, Seattle, we thought maybe they had kind of turned things around at least a little bit from a defensive standpoint, and that actually has ended up not being the case at all whenever we kind of look at the – since week nine, where there was that little middle stretch where, like, from week seven to – like from, like, week six to week eight, we were like, oh, look, maybe they figured something out, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Since week nine – if you look, the defense is 30th in the NFL in EPA per play allowed, only behind the Bears and the Giants. And so it's back to what we thought at the beginning of the year. It's a bad defense. The Chiefs should be able to do whatever they want to. But, again, it is another one of those at least brutally cold games. The wet, the wind isn't going to be as bad in this one. It's kind of like the 15 to 20, which is kind of where the cutoff is. Like 20 is when we start to worry a little mm-hmm. bit, but that's like the gust, like sustained, supposed to be more in the 15 range. So, But 12 degrees. Mm-hmm. 12 degrees sucks. So there, there's all that. Look, there's other games to bet. They have to hang yeah. all the games. We don't have to bet them all. Don't don't bet this game. Th- it is weird, though, like just to see the Seattle defense be as bad as they are because historically under Pete Carroll, like Legion of Boom, they've been, they've been physical. Like this team can't tackle. It's mm-hmm. really, really weird to see. The thing that frustrates me on the Kansas City side, however, is that they've been like box score dominant but not scoreboard dominant, and they have let teams creep back in. Like Exhibit A last week going to overtime against the Texans. It looks like on paper they dominated that game, yet you're sitting here in an overtime contest. Uh, we got to do our pro tip. Uh, one, one, one quick note on this. Tyler Lockett is out. So if you think Seattle's going to get beat down in this game and they have to basically just abandon the run and just throw all over the place, like DK Metcalf's receiving props at 74 yards, 
he, like a lot of that could come in garbage time, and he could easily like surpass seventy four yards from a, from a receiving standpoint. So just kind of something if you want an angle in this game. Uh, pro tip: I know that this one sounds simple. Again, all mm-hmm. pro tips are available at vsin.com when you become a subscriber. But hey, just don't tear up your tickets. And I know it's one, a lot easier now when we apps anyway. when we have apps. What are you yes, doing? instead they just subject you to stare don't at get physical what tickets. you feel like is a loser. But like comebacks happen all the time. So here's the other thing: you know what else you should do? What? As soon as you t- get a paper ticket, you should take a picture of it on your phone, and yeah. then you will have a then you will have it with you forever as well. But you can Good tear stuff. it up even if you want to. Good be, yeah. stuff. There you go. Decent pro tips, actionable insights to help you out. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.